Hey everyone, and welcome to Gadget Talk. I just noticed something when our graphic went out; it actually faded. They fixed that finally instead of it cutting. I just noticed that when when it came out of the video. That's kind of exciting. Love Streamyard; they're always coming up with new updates, and that's just one of those things that just happened. Sorry, uh, Squirrel. Anyway, so as you can see, it's Chad over here to my left, and then we got the Pizza Ninja down below. Uh, welcome. John or the Pizza Ninja to the show tonight, and oh, we'll get into thank a little you bit about what we're going to be doing here in a little bit. But um, so tell us, I, it's been crazy here with work and everything else here going on, finishing up school with the kids and everything. How's everything been going with you guys? Oh, it's great uh, working, and then here we have snow tonight, which is not very often in Seattle. We've had it, we had it a few weeks ago, and now it's back again tonight. So. Um, it's fun. Nice and cold. John? Yeah, doing good. You know, Chad and I were talking before the show, and it's always good when another area has more snow than beautiful western New York. <laughs> so uh, my thoughts are to everybody out in the Seattle area on that side. Hope you're doing okay. I know we had a lake effect a few weeks ago where nearby in Buffalo, they got about six feet, and, and we were lucky to only actually get a couple feet. So Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll take that on that side. <laughs> Well, and those that were here this summer in Memphis, we may have snow on Thursday morning, late night. It's supposed really? to be, it was 30 degrees, 34 degrees, I think, out on the air, on the flight line Friday. And people were like, this is really bad. I said, you know what's really scary is that this is actually over 20 degrees warmer than it's going to be next Thursday or Friday. <laughs> so it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, they were about to freak out. Um, so. Um, but yeah, we got, of course, I know one person here in the chat room, it's really cold and that's up here. It's Tricassius up yeah. in, uh, uh, North Dakota. I don't think any of us can compete with him. No, 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 no not at all. We got, let's see. I don't want to. Burton Turtles <laughs> is with us tonight as well. GC DSK 11, Sparky 916, Dire Wolf is with us as well. So I uh, just w welcome everybody to the show that's in, in the chat room. Join us here in. Put in your chats as, as you always do. Engineer42 just dropped in, said hello. So um, a lot of people coming in, um, but we're really looking forward to this. Um, we're going to have – it's going to be a fun show. Um, I heard a little bit about it. I'm, I'm, with, the, I'm with the chat room tonight. <laughs> this has been this, um, worked out between Chad and, and the Pizza Ninja this week. Um, so I'm here, but I'm going to be a lot of an observer – observer? Observer. And we're going to be putting in some different stuff here, but I'll be monitoring the chat. You guys are going to be doing a lot of this stuff. But before we get too far, of course, we have to go ahead and take care of our sponsors. So let's go ahead and take care of them real quick. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cash maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. 
Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Okay, so looking through the chat real quick. I'm Tom. Evidently, you can't count, but snow is a four-letter word. <laughs> I love snow, yes. honestly. I, I do, too. I really do. I love snow. I would rather just go to it to, to see it than to have it in front of my house. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have a request, Chad. Um, Dire Wolf wants to see the entire oh, sweater. It's just a uh, Star Wars Christmas sweater. That is really back, cool, but... though. I love it. It's, of course, man. Uh, not the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Boba Fett. No, it's Boba Fett. So... Well, yes, you're right, Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, sorry, Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, I also I, I was debating between that one or uh, this one. Oh, uh, that one's cool too. I mean, you got hot, and you got your tauntauns, yeah. and everything. So, there. You get the AT. I don't know. At at, just there's an at at up here by my head. That's the one that got taken down. One of them. And and Derek has a Star Wars Christmas shirt on. Yep, yep. I got my Mando. I don't have one of those. Grogu. Putting the ball on top of the Christmas tree, Death Star. It's a cool one. So, it's a Mandalorian night. It is. Yep. So, does uh, it light up or move? Yeah, no. that's, yeah, I was just looking at that too. Burnt Charles, does this shirt light up or move? Either one? Nope. Okay. Not mine, does it? No. Yeah. Well, I guess you need to add that to it. Do you have? I'm sure you got <laughs> LEDs that you could do something with them. So. Uh, the sweater Sorry, I'm reading Chronically Talented. I, I was reading it too. So, okay. It takes me a long time to read anything, which people on here, if you've been listening for a while, knows that. So, all right. So, give I get quiet. Right, so, tell me a little bit about this cache and how did it come about of this designing cache puzzle gadget, whatever we're, what you guys are doing. Because from the original thing kind of changed a little bit. So, that's what we, but it still can be a puzzle, uh, some aspects yeah. of it. But, Mm-hmm. That might have evolved as a lot of caches that we create here do. So, from yeah, we've well, seen it evolve within an hour, and you guys had a couple of several days, so it can evolve really far. So, tell me what what you guys got going on. So, what happened was, um, I don't know when was it like Thursday or Friday? I think it was Friday. Um, John sent me a message about some Sasquatch sighting or something like that in the area he's a member of. Um, and uh, he, I was like, oh, we should make a cache for that. I think he said he needs a monitoring station or something. And I said, we should make that on the show. And then I started thinking about it and thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I like the idea. So we started talking back and forth. And that's where it went from designing a puzzle to designing a cache and a puzzle tonight on this. But I'll let John explain exactly what happened uh, yeah. in the area. Yeah, so so I, live I have in that beautiful... article by the chain by whenever oh, you guys okay, awesome. Article. Yeah, I, I live in beautiful Western New York, and it's uh, right near close to the uh, Pennsylvania border. And um, and I was looking at the news, and when I saw in the news on our uh, local NBC affiliate, uh, they actually had an article upon Sasquatch sightings in the county where I live. So Derek's pulling that one up right now. So, uh, of course, when you think about that, you know, everybody thinks like, what do you do? And the first thing I think of is uh, I need to, to send Chad a message on this one. 
uh, because the instant I think of, I go, man, this could make a really cool uh, geocache on this side. So um, it was funny. I think chatting. that's a picture of it right there. I think that's one maybe and who who knows what it is on that side, but yeah, you got the foot right there being measured on that side. And um, they actually believe it or not too, in the County where I live actually have a Bigfoot convention that oh, takes wow. place every year too on that side as well. So, um, you know, the community really kind of embraces that. Uh, the one thing too uh, that people may not know is actually I'm vice president of our local rails to trails and we have actually over 30 miles, well, around 30 miles of trails in the county themselves too. So when Chad and I were talking, he says, well, do you have a location? I said, man, we have plenty of locations, <laughs> including including one of them that's probably about like going to be like just a few miles from where they have this like Bigfoot convention on that side. So um and I don't know, Chad, if, if we kind of want to talk about, too, kind of like thinking about, uh, you know, the container and thinking about the design on that one, too. Uh, but I know, you know, Chad and I were kind of going back and forth, and I was kind of thinking, you know, maybe a trail counter could be cool, uh, you know, for something, you know, because, uh, you know, you think like if you hide something in the woods, what would it be? But something like, I think, a Sasquatch monitoring station or like an observation station. That sounds cool. Yeah, so Chad actually came up with some some pretty cool uh, thoughts from there too. Would this be items. like a pet friendly one? So maybe you need to hold up a pet with furry hair to open it up. I mean, I'm <laughs> oh, that'd be up. good. <laughs> that'd be good. Um, I don't know how you'd make that happen, but that'd be pretty cool. The uh, originally my thought was, oh, a monitoring station. Well, I had to get rid of my monitoring station cache. And so I, I have that, and it actually has a big box on it, but it has to be cemented into the ground because it's really heavy, top-heavy. So I asked John if he could do that, and he said, well, we probably should mount it to a tree. Um, so since it's in the woods, makes sense. Um, so I, of course, get I get on Google and search uh, trial counters. And there's there's all kinds of trial counters out there, or trail, trail counters out there. And uh, the one I think I really like, and it'll be easy to duplicate, and John, you know, this is for you. So you, you have an opinion. You could say yes or no. Um, but I happen to have everything to do this. Um, hang on here. I got to find the. Uh... Sorry, I'm looking at some of the chats. Uh, I'm going to star some. Oh, and we'll come back to these here in a little bit. So this is the one that I saw that I really like. Um, it's good. It's really simple to make. Um, and I think it will blend in really easy. So. Uh, and it should be, it's weatherproof. You know, it's just one of the cheap Harbor Freight Pelican boxes, the Apache box, um, and one of the small ones. So I really like that, the, that idea. The other one I really liked, um, which I don't think would be a good one, is... Um, oh, sorry, I got two here. Should have had my stuff ready. Um, is this uh, orange one. I like the orange. <laughs> well, if you want it to stand out. Uh, unfortunately, you have three things to unhook too as well uh, to open it, which means it's going to stay really weather tight. Um, but I could see a casher not opening all three or not closing them all. But anyway, so I don't know why I have all this junk in here. I'll never use that. I should pull that out. But I like this one because um, the front of it is flatter to put something on. Right. Um, but, you know, and I like the size of it and it's a lot... Uh, less expensive than the well, the Harbor Freight ones aren't very expensive, but I like that. I like a flat front. Um, 
but they don't make them in black. So I didn't want to sit here. I, I could always sit there and I could always camo it myself. Uh, yeah, but I didn't uh, feel like it. Now, if you want to, if you want to go that direction and do camouflage yourself, John, that that's up to you. Um, what I was thinking about is just to go with one of the Harbor Freight Apache boxes here, um, you know, and uh, I'm just going to put a front panel on it, flat panel to put something on, or we could leave it blank. So, and I think that would be pretty cool. And and I don't know if everybody knows what trail counters are. So trail counters. Uh, like trail groups use them to kind of measure how many people are utilizing a trail on that side. So um, the sense on that one is, I mean, you could probably create something that that looks like it blends in pretty good. And for most people, if it's like blended as a trail counter, it shouldn't really all stick out that much on that side. Um, you know, they do make them in a lot of different types on that one. But I know me personally, I haven't seen many trail counter like style, like geocache or gadget cache containers myself. So I thought this would be pretty cool. I've not seen one myself either. I, I'm, I'm um, now, just Googling what a trail counter even looks like. I was going to say, we should pull that up because there's so many different styles and types to choose from. People, um, okay, I'm just going to bring this. Oh, yeah, oh. Bring it up. It's, I it's mean, on you Amazon. can use conduit and PVC pipe. Some of them have... Um, you know, there's just lots of different types out there. And, and the one, I came up with this one just because I have these boxes uh, with me and I know they they are weatherproof and they'll last a long time. Um, and if it looks like a trail counter in the area, then maybe no one will mess with it. Yeah, so here's, um, here's a trail counter that I just found on, it's on Amazon. So it's just basically almost very close to what you have there. Um, I'll see if I can find some other ones too. Um, they come in, like you say, they come in different variations. So, um, um, so I added a couple, here's one here, um, that I have a ton of those boxes as well, but I don't like that as much. Um, and it's not as big. I, I like the Pelican case to me. Uh, it's going to be a better one. Some of them also have a counter that goes off the side of them. Just real simple, small ones. Uh, I've seen people use on, on some of them, a PVC pipe. So it pretty much needs to be a sensor um, that senses something walking past it. Right. So here's some other one. I mean, here's just there different. There's another one. Um, oops, I was trying to get to see that one a little bit bigger. There's a little trail counter right here. So, I mean, yeah. What, and, oh, yeah like you said, there's there's one that which you're seeing. Very similar mm -hmm. to what you had there. Um. So basically what I'm seeing is that you can make this almost look like anything that you would want. Um, you could ch change this to, to maybe GC trail census. Mm. Well, that's a good idea. It's just uh, yeah. uh, talking about a sign wise. Yeah. Um, well, we like signs. We like labels on stuff. Yeah. So that, that might kind of throw it off. And then here's, here's one that's attached to a pole. That's a wooden pole. So yeah. um, on your trail up there, John, do you have, um, like, as you see this one here, there's this guy's walking past. Do you have like a pole like that that we might be able to attach it to or something like that? We versus have a some, tree? We, I'm thinking a tree would probably make sense. There's, um, because on that section of the trail and yeah, that, that's a section where I'm thinking about putting it, you know, it's in a ways there's caches near the ends of the trails on there. There's actually like plenty of trees around it too. 
and there's sections certainly where it's like a little bit more level. And um, looking at the chat, I do see Tom's comment on that one. Why not just label it Bigfoot counters so people know what the thing is? I think that could be pretty cool on that one too, you know, to do that. Uh, look, uh, Quincy Cryptid has a Bigfoot as his icon on here, and he's trying to develop a Bigfoot cache that utilizes a Bigfoot footprint. You could, a Bigfoot footprint's easy. You could cast one and you can add an RFID tag to it or something to activate. So it would be pretty simple. Um, you know, I don't know. You could even have a sensor on the ground that's like a, a cast or a molding of a foot that has a maybe a capacitive touch sensor, right? So you actually have to take off your shoe and your sock and put your foot in Bigfoot's foot for it to activate. So uh, there's a couple different things you could do that way. Um, so, yeah, so um, my idea is to go with the, the, the Black Pelican case, and we can change as we go. I haven't really designed anything else besides that. So we're I figure we'll do it as we go. Uh, um, I did notice the different straps inside the container. So you have a strap that straps it to the tree, and then it looks like there's a, uh, a piece of uh, cable as well that probably locks it so someone can't just cut the strap and walk away with it. So we'll add those. And then also I noticed that there is a sensor. You need to have some kind of a sensor on it to make it look like a trout counter. Um, so my idea for that is I have my cart full of stuff here. Let me grab it. Of course, this cart's full of stuff. It always is full of stuff. <laughs> it's my, my big hodgepodge of oh. stuff. <laughs> Did I hit the camera? No. You hit the table and it kind of shook a little bit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my table. I just didn't know if y'all were having an earthquake up there at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like this old school yeah, Star Trek earthquake. Yep. <laughs> um, so, and then I thought would be kind of cool. So now that I'm going through my stuff here, um, a couple things. Here, don't let me, get rid, of my, bring in the, let me uh, get rid of my keyboard here because I don't need my keyboard. Yep. Well, I'm going to bring up the uh, our trusty overhead cam for you. All right. So I, if you, if you ever watch a show, I keep all kinds of stuff. So another idea I thought would be cool is some sort of an antenna. I think the floppy one would be cool sticking out of it. So it's communicating maybe, or, or a hard one. Yeah. Something like this. I think mm -hmm. that'd be kind of cool uh, sticking out of the top of the cache. So <laughs> Neil Moore, something like that. Right? That's my house. So yeah, oh, I have so much stuff. You don't. It's it's kind of a mess. The other thing I thought of is um, a sensor. Now I have all kinds of different um, lenses, but nothing really that small. Um, you could take something like this and put a lens in it, and cut this and put cut a hole or put a hole on the side with a lens in it. Um, I have these in black as well somewhere. Oh, right here. Here's one in black. So it would blend in. Um, we could cut a piece of acrylic for it. Uh, there is the other thing I thought. We don't need any heat sinks. Um, well, what about using one of those lenses? Um, you, have to, you have to do something to look into, maybe? Oh, or so shine John something into? Or... I, think, did we, well, I think we did mention that before the show. We're just kind of looking at a couple different yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing I thought would be kind of cool is having this on here or something like that. So it looks like some kind of electronics, you know, I, they probably wouldn't be exposed, but 
you know, no one knows that. Um, yeah, I've never seen a Sasquatch monitoring system myself, so. Oh, well, yeah. you're going to see one here by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so something like that um, is my thought is to do some kind of antenna system. Um, we have to have a lens or something that notifies it and or that looks like it's sensing. Um, and you know what? Uh, would be cool if you had as a number use an LED on the outside of it when you're LED um, nine and maybe it, it just kind of stays as a certain number because those don't pull a lot of voltage. don't know if you could do that where it has like a number and maybe it just kind of clicks over and I, of course that would be adding an Arduino to it at that point but but if you just had one in there, a simple one that just kind of which we've shown how to wire wire it simply to a like a, a double a battery or whatever we could do wire it to and so it just shows a um a number so it's like hey there's something on this what's 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 the sixth about or something different or double digit or something like that having a little number mm -hmm. on the outside of it just kind of added out or on the inside when you get to it i don't know there's something get it on the inside and it just as you opened it up Maybe it lit up the LEDs, LED numbers somehow, just using a simple read switch as it opens up, so it doesn't. It's not activated all the time. I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I like yeah. cool, some cool brainstorming here. Yeah. I see Neil Moore's see? comment in the chat about uh, having an LED that flashes every ten seconds. I mean, that, okay. that could be cool too. <laughs> that's what I just thought about. Neil. Oh, did you really? <laughs> uh, so I have these fake cameras. Um, I have all so many of these that I don't use. And it has an LED on AA battery that will last probably about four months. Um, if you change it from two AA's to two D cells, it would last probably a year um, flashing. So um, anyway, there was two things inside this I was thinking of. So this is garbage. Throw that over there. Um, <laughs> of course, that will go back into my supply cart because you never know. Um, I'm thinking that this might be a good lens to use, yeah. uh, as the counter. And then you have your, right here is your resistor, your battery, and your double A, and there's a light that flashes here. And let me grab some double A batteries right here. <laughs> Neil says not garbage. Future feature. <laughs> I'm a hoarder, so nothing's garbage to me. So if you see this, the LED flashing. Yep, I see it. So that would be fun um, to have on the cache, I think. And as long as you can get out every three to four months to maintain it or switch it to D-cell batteries, I think you'd be good with that. Yeah, with that, that's uh, definitely doable. That would look really, really cool. Um, so there's that idea. And now that I'm in this drawer... I have a different one here, too, that might have better parts. So this is another fake camera. <laughs> different style. Um, and uh, this lens would be kind of cool, too. And it has a light that flashes as well. So... Um, and I know you can get some of these that are actually so have a little solar top to them. So you oh, could actually cool. wire it to a solar panel to the top of it and it would charge itself. But um, let me open this up real quick and then we'll move on to the next thing because we're already almost halfway through the show. 
I like the LED, and that one will be pretty easy because all you'd have to do, or the other one, that's not the one you're opening up, but you just have to uh, drill a couple holes into the case and just pop it through and just have the light be able to see it or just do a bigger hole and just do acrylic over top of it so it just kind of is looking through it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, those are just a couple out. ideas. I'm sure there's other ideas out there too. Um, those that are joining us audio wise, um, this is a better one to see, um, to watch. Most of our Chad shows are better this, to watch. Ours are. Yeah. Because as Chad's taking this other type of light apart or not light, this other camera, fake camera apart, it looks really good. Um, Neil's saying a thumbprint scanner. Somebody was, uh, Martin Jones was saying a retina scanner. So yeah, just some, a lot of people just putting some ideas. See, even like that piece there. So this here, if you've seen some of my catches, I actually have one where you actually, this sits on top and you got to look down in it to look for LEDs, certain color LEDs. And so that's where this came from is from a camera. So that's why I save all these little parts because you never know. Um, I don't like the inside of this as much, so I'm not going to, I'm going to bail out on this one. But I, I like, like that one. part. Maybe you could just use that over top of the other camera. Yeah. So this I, will yeah, come off. Good. Let me take these batteries out. And and I see a comment so from Tom about uh, using maybe a phone number on that one. And I'm wondering if Tom, maybe that could be a cool bonus cash even on that I one. I think he was referring to when I was talking about the LEDs, the number LEDs. You can put have that oh, as a okay, phone okay, number okay. when you open it up. Then there's another combination that you have to do. So it's like a multi-stage um, puzzle cache or gadget cache as you get through it. So once you get it open up here, then the LEDs come on and it shows that number. And maybe you it's maybe it's a Google number you call up and say, hey, Dave, thank you for monitoring the Sasquatch area. If you need to get into be able to write out the actual code of what the actual da 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 da, da here's the combination to the lock. But they have to figure out that they have to call it. So this is this no, here cool. is glued. Uh, to this, to the box, and all I did was just took a screwdriver and popped it off. So now we can take this off. We can go in here and we can either cut the wires and hook it to a different battery system, or we could actually cut this out and just use this whole thing because it has a lid, or it already has a cover to it, and just take it and mount it in the box. Just trim it down. So um, real simple. That's If you trim it down, that's not a lot of work. Anybody can do that. Um so I think we have a good idea for that. Um, now, my I'm imagining it being this way. Um, and so if we do one of these, we should probably drill a hole here. And put it here or here. Is that what you're thinking there, John? Yeah. Would that like work? That, and then yeah. we can do the LED. The LED actually fits right inside this upper hole here. Oh, I'm sorry, this one, the bigger one. Um, and so we could drill a hole there as well. And so it would actually have something that flashes. Now, if you don't want it, if you want it to flash on the front of the box, we could actually have it flash there. I, I think well. there's a good location. Cause I mean, I think if it's like kind of a, uh, a sensor counter, or like a camera type of thing, I mean, I think it would probably seem pretty natural from the front. From the front over here. No, 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 no. On the, on the side on this, where you're okay. at. I'm sorry. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Now, are you, you planning on having it sideways like this, or are you planning on having it, I think, this way? Because this they'd get in the way of everybody when they open it, I think. Yeah, I, th I think sideways. I think that example, the one, the picture that you found, mm -hmm. I, I think that was a really good example of kind of how it was strapped sideways to the tree like that. Perfect. Okay, so I'm going to answer this question from 
San Marcos, we are building a Sasquatch counter gadget cache. So that's what we are in the process of building. Jeez, if I could find the right size hole. All right, so yeah, Chad, Chad, did you print that? Did you print that gauge? Or did you find that? No, one? I bought it. They're like not very expensive. Okay. Uh, years ago, I know ago, you can find those to print too. But so. you can print, if you can print, you can print them. Um, just don't change your size when you print it. I did that before once on something where oh. <laughs> I, accident, I accidentally changed the size a little bit and it made everything off. Um, so, yeah. So let's go ahead and drill this out here. Get rid of a bunch of foam. Now, foam I don't keep because it'd be everywhere around my house. Scissors. So I, I really like this idea, and this is—I think this would be really cool. Now, how are you planning on mounting this to the tree? Because I know there's there's always a great debate. Are you going to? So we're going to use a strap. Now, John might have to buy a different one because all I have is this bright one that's two feet long, which won't go around a tree. Um, but the plan is to Dremel in here uh, for the strap to go in, and you'd. I would think that you would have the strap go around the tree and you'd end up connecting it on the inside of the box. So then no one could just undo the strap. You would have to cut it. Yeah. That Does that make sense? sense? Um, and then we're going to put a cable on it as well so that you can put a lock on it and it won't, hopefully it won't walk away. So, um, which actually might be easier to do that stuff first. So um, let's do the strap and the cable real quick. Cause that'll be quick and easy. Okay. To do. So let me uh, talk for a second here. I'm going to put this cart back and then I'm going to take my sweater off. Here. All right. Off so, room. Uh, John, share a little bit about your trails that are up there that you guys, that where, where this is going, since this is going on one of your rails to trails. So tell us a little bit about those. Yeah, correct. So, so up here in Western New York and Chautauqua County, we have about uh, 30 miles of trails that we currently have. Um, I'm actually vice president of our local rails to trails organization. Uh, we're working on actually adding more trails, expanding our trails as well, too. We have a lot of geocaches on there, um, really one of the major power trails in our area. So um, the background for anybody who is just joining us, too, on this side, you know, why are we looking at a Sasquatch counter or a Sasquatch, uh, Sasquatch sensor is actually in the uh, news. There was a report of a group who actually, you know, have found uh, or have cited numerous Sasquatches in the area that they claim. They actually have a Sasquatch uh, convention as well, too. Um, so what we're going to actually do is we're going to actually install this cache probably just a few miles from where they actually have their convention down on the trail on that side. And one of the things I always really like is when you can uh, connect a good story to it as well, too. And um, I think that's going to be one that's going to be a really cool one for people in that area um on that one uh but our trails too the big thing with our trail is we're looking to actually extend our trail south part of our trail is actually the erie to pittsburgh trail so when it's all completed it's going to be about 270 miles in total distance oh, wow. and that'll actually go from erie pennsylvania through our county in new york all the way down to pittsburgh and uh, the very cool thing even from that is uh, then that will connect to the Great American Rail Trail where people will actually be able to take that trail and go all the way across the country. 
Oh, well. So as, as you're kind of talking here, I was just, this is very similar to what, um, what we're kind of building here. This is kind of the look of it, at least. This is, looks like a little bit of flatter. And this is a, this is a, a counter as well. Um, I said, I don't, I know you yeah, don't, I mean, may or may not be able to hear I can hear you. Okay. Um, as you're doing that, um, if you want to link to one of these uh, variable drummels, you can go back to our last show where we talked about the gifts for a gadget builder, and those are on there. Um, but the this one is on. Does that Pelican case have a lock hole on the front of it? It has two lock holes. So you can put a padlock on it. Yes. Okay, so because if I you're made looking sure at this that one, was this has a padlock here, so maybe you could have a padlock. It has two. On there See, there's well. a padlock down below as well. Oh, hold on. Let me bring you back up. Okay, yeah, I see that. Okay. No, that one you have there on that photo has two padlocks on it as well. Oh, it does too. Yes, I see the other one down there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably almost the same case that that one's a little bit flatter. So, that would be, John, that would be another option. You could have a padlock on it like that too that they'd have to figure out. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of options. I think when Chad and I were kind of thinking about like trail counters or actually even like kind of trail cam caches, hiding a cache like that didn't really seem like there were many out there, but it seems like it's a great potential for people to take advantage of this design and putting it out in an area where, I mean, it will blend in actually pretty good. Right. Right. So as we're watching Chad using his Dremel really uh, making where the straps can go in what he's doing right now and uh, we're literally those that are just joining us we're literally brainstorming how to put this together as we are going along in this show tonight so um making it up as we go we're making it up as we go so we're coming up with different ideas and it's we're lucky enough that chad has a workshop that has just got everything in it that we can come up with because as Chad, Chad will be the first to tell you that he is a hoarder and he keeps everything. Um, so we threw out a couple ideas. He's like, oh, yeah, I got one of those. And he says, here, let me go get my cabinet out. And so he pulls out a whole cabinet of stuff. So um, it's just really, really great. So, all right, so we got those holes in there for the so strap. So I have the strap holes here, and I'll clean them up later with a rasp or uh, a file. Um, but just because we're on the show, we have a half hour I want to. Keep going. So this will allow you to take a longer one of these straps to strap it around the tree. And so this will go out here around the tree back in and then get strapped. And of course I put the strap upside down, but that just makes it harder to get it, get it apart. <laughs> get it undone. <laughs> so anyways, that's how it would be strapped around a tree. Um, and then, um, now you could put a false back on this so it hides everything, and I may do that. Um, it's actually a great idea. Yeah, because next we're going to do the cable. Now the point of the cable is so someone can't just cut the strap; it actually go have to go in there with the cable cutter. Um, so my thought is, let's get some cable. See, once again, as Chad walks back, look, there's cable just on a spool. In yeah. the shop. So I had it's stainless steel cable. Um, I think it's eighth inch. But uh, 
You can use whatever you want. <laughs> Darwolf calls Chad's workshop the cave of misfit parts. That's right. Yeah, eighth inch cable. So um, you can go quarter inch. Um, I think I have eighth or smaller here uh, is all I have. So you can do whatever you want. I don't know if the mic is making a difference, Derek, or if you can hear me. So let me know. Yeah, no, I can hear you fine. I don't have my wireless mic on. So um, let me get rid of a couple things. Okay. So um, the thing I was thinking about, John, is if I was doing this, I could put two loops on the back side and you could put a lock on the outside. But if we knew approximately how long the, the how round the tree was, I'd probably start the cable um, inside as well and, and hide the lock. Um, so we could actually put a loop on the two ends. Maybe on one end we do a permanent loop and then on the other end, when you figure out the length, you can do a you can do one of the bolts on ones. Let's see, I'm sure I have one here. Yeah, and I, I like that idea, Chad, because I think yeah, definitely the more we keep that internal to the container, I think the yeah. less likelihood of uh, you know it being sasquatched or muggled or or whatnot. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so fact, um, here, the one that I had pulled up on the screen earlier has the double scrap that you're talking about already. Let's see if I can bring that up again. So yeah, see, it actually has the double strap. So you see a strap. It has the cable as well as the strap. The yeah. 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 So uh, if you look here, I have, what you can do is we can do a permanent one on one end with a loop, and then you could feed it through the hole, and then you could bolt it on with one of these cables. So bend it back over. And bolt it on. That way you can make it whatever length you want. Because you don't want it to be really, really loose. Right. But if you, you know, I don't know if it's going to go around a two foot in diameter tree or a one foot or or whatever. So, or what we could do is just do two longer ones with loops on them. So they'd stop inside and you have the lock on the outside. But I think I like stuff being clean. And I'd rather have the lock on the inside hidden from anybody. And then we'll put a false back on it. Does that sound good? Yeah, I like that idea. Um, let's see, then we're going to need some parts here. Yeah. And Derek, Probably I think there's another those. picture example too, that I think we uploaded as well too, I believe. Okay. Let me know if you don't like any of the stuff that we're doing. Cause I, I like it. I think this is going good. And I think this is going to look really sharp on this one. I think, yeah, it's in the, uh, yeah, right there. You got it, Derek. So I, I think this one, I think, is probably the exact case, actually, Chad. I think it's the same one. It's just a different angle. That's oh, the same okay, tree. Gotcha. You know, I'm recognizing the knots and branches on that tree. So, yeah, that's... Looks like it has, of course, it has the camera on the side of it, like what we're how we're looking at doing anyway. So this, yeah, it looks really similar to what this is. So, yeah, that, that's going to blend in really nicely. And of course, the signage on the front of it will add a lot to it as well. So I'm going to go with it fairly tight with the hole for the cable because, and I'll show you how to seal it, but I don't want it to, to leak too much into the cache. Um, now, after I, if it was me after I put the straps on and the cable on, I'd go back with some black silicone and silicone it uh, around the strap, maybe inside and outside, and then also around the cable, but. 
Um, that's completely up to you. You don't have to use black. You could use clear. Um, you can do whatever you want, or you don't have to seal it. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the cable, go through our hole here without freeing the cable, hopefully. No one likes a freed cable. No. And then we're just going to put an end on this. We're going to put a stop on it. So um, I'm going to put a washer on this here. And then let's see. I know I have stopped somewhere around here. So, so we're going to put a stop on this. And yeah, I'm sure we're going to see one of these here shortly. Um, Neil's saying, I want a good set of cable cut. I have a hard time cutting of cable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. And then Darwin says he has a table cable saw. Yeah. So then we're going to crimp this on here. Am I, in the, I don't know if I'm in the screen. Yep, you're, you're barely. Okay. So that's not going to come off. Um, so that's going to stop on the inside right there probably could have went up a little bit uh, higher with the hole for the washer but um and then what we'll do is we'll take probably leave you like three feet is that enough you think four oh, feet yeah. you can cut it right yeah oh yeah three or four feet would be perfect all right now get ready um, we're gonna see this this cable cutter here we go oh, this this cable cutters they're good but okay i don't all think right. it's what he thinks it is There it is. Hope you hope you saw that. That was really quick. <laughs> so um, find the link for those in, in Amazon. <laughs> okay, let me put this cable away now. Now, what you could do if you were going to do just to show real quick, actually, I could do it right on this one. If you were going to put a loop on it for your lock. I have too many furrows around here. Okay. Uh, if you're going to do a loop for a lock, you can either use one of these bolt ones here, um, or you can take this, flex it back around itself through there. Neil's asking what brand of cable cutter is that? And I, I was going to ask the same question. I have no idea. You want me to know this stuff? Well, yeah, give me a maybe. second. This one's gonna... So um, now you have a loop for your lock that no one will be able to get off unless they cut the cable. So you can't use, if you had this on the outside, you'd be able to unscrew it. Um, in fact, I'd crimp this twice just to make sure you see there's room. Um, but uh, anyway, that's how you make a loop. If you want to do a loop, but I'll do, uh, I'll send this John with it. And if you do okay. this inside the cache, then I think you'll be safe. And all you'll have to do is, um, there's enough room. If you just tighten it down on the eighth inch, I think if you tighten it down, you might have to loop it around and, and put two pieces through it, you know, go back around through like this. Mm -hmm. Um, but they, that won't be able to come through the box at all. So I think you'll be safe. Just get this out of the way. Hey, Chad, Burnt Turtles was asking, is that cable coated? No, it's just stainless steel cable. 
Okay, so uh, we have our cable, which now we know where it is and it's going to fit, so it's not flopping around everywhere. I'm just going to pull it out. Okay, cool. Neil, I'm about to send you a link. I'm sorry, I'm not reading the chat or listening. Cable, that's okay. I'm going to put some cable cutters here in the link in just a second. I don't think these have a brand on them. Um, I don't know. found some that really not and they look pretty much what you had there. Probably, probably the same thing. Yep. Okay. So now that we have our, our attachment to the tree done, so we have our holes, our slots for the straps, and our slots for the for the cable. Now we know it's going to be secure. We can actually start working on the cache itself, putting the sensors in. One thing I thought for the front, since we were talking about this, is I don't like this front because of it has uh, <clears throat> it's textured and it's hard to put anything on. So I went and cut a piece of of. Uh, uh, PVC board here and I'm going to use I have this industrial grade double-sided tape or I might even do the epoxy or the uh, silicone the black silicone and then this way will allow me to put anything on the cache so uh, one thing I thought about is the Sasquatch Research Agency sticker oh I love the look on there. of that that's so cool <laughs> and, that's then, cool. <laughs> and then um, I thought about so I made some, some uh, I cut out real quick uh, some, uh, uh, I can't believe I forgot the name of it. Templates or, uh, you know, whatever you paint, I forget what it's called. Template. Uh, anyway, huh? Yeah, it's a template. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, I was thinking that you ever have a Sasquatch monitoring station painted on there in white, and then this would be underneath it. Um, and then I thought about, or I thought I could do this here. Um, or I could even paint this on the top part of it so they know who it belongs to. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I like so putting it that on the top part. On the top. Um, it could even face this way, probably. Yeah, that would um, be cool. I couldn't download your... For some reason, it didn't go through to my email, um, so I had to make this up. So it's not exactly the same. I think you have a lot, couple lines underneath it, but... Um, yeah. Anyway, so we'll that. paint that on in white um, or yellow, whatever you want. And then we'll put this on and then do the Sasquatch monitoring station. It's kind of big. I might make it a little bit smaller. I don't know. Um, but anyways, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, I like that, Chad. Um, I think that looks really cool. Okay. It does look cool. So that will that. be the front and the side. So that will take care of a lot of the exterior. So let's do the sensor. Sorry, I'm jumping all around here. No, you're good. You're good. <clears throat> My brain doesn't think in a straight line, so we're all over the place. Okay. So we're looking at this here with an LED that flashes. So let me figure out the size of this real quick. Yeah, sorry, Chad's figuring sorry, out the size. Here, I'm thinking. I know. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I just got something that came in. Um, so yeah, you're welcome, Ch uh, Neil. As you, I see that you added those cutters to the cart. So 
Um, yeah, so Chad broke out some calipers real quick and was checking the, the width of that there so he knows exactly what how, how much to drill out. And now he's going to put uh, his I'm going to put a hole and I just got to make sure I'm at the right one. All right, so this is the side that's on the opposite side, and this is the one that will have the, the light. Okay. Now, where are you wanting to put that light exactly? I think I'm going to put it right up here. I wonder if I should is go there anything low on the other side to make sure cable. that it's going to clear? No, there's nothing on the other side. It's completely clear of anything, so okay. we should be good. Um, I'm just thinking if the cable's up here, we can go low with the sensor, maybe. Yeah. Or you can always turn it the other way. So it can be either at the top or the bottom, whichever way you where you want that to be, too. It's so. true. Yeah, it depends on which way he, the which way the tree the tree is facing. Um. inch here it's amazing how tough those are too yeah and then uh chad if you can hear me neil's asking a question in the chat uh will you caulk that after you put the sensor piece in? yep so i'm going to caulk it from the inside with the black caulk that we have there the black silicone make sure it fits and then what I'm going to do here is we need the LED so I'm going to just make sure it fits in that one okay I have where are my so I don't know if you saw this I use this on the metal and everything so it's a yep. punch um, it leaves a mark on there so um i can see it on there just want to double check i'm looking good that's perfect same spot uh and then i actually have a five millimeter drill bit i used to i think my son might uh have used it okay yeah, so, yeah, I think he said that if Neil's going to have a whole bunch of new caches coming up in his town, and then Neil says, I have four different caches that I'm working on, but never have time to stick to them. Yeah, I mean, Completely yeah. understand that that aspect of it right now. Neil, you got to let me know when those are going up, because uh, if you do, maybe there'll be a pickle pizza coming your way, my friend. <laughs> a pickle pizza, pizza from the Pizza Ninja. Yeah. I may have to stop by and deliver it personally. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So, as uh, Chad's working on, how's that virtual? How's the virtual been going here in Memphis? I, I didn't put it on a watch list. So I haven't looked at it. Oh, the one from Cash Fest. Yeah, your Johnny Cash. Oh man, Cash that Fest. is going great. And and Derek, big thank you for all of your help on that one because. Uh, 
uh, you know, we wanted to make sure we got that one up for Cash Fest. And on that one, you know, Derek helped with uh, getting a lot of good information to put that. Um, one of the cool things on that one, too, and I don't know if people can hear me over chat, but um, there was actually, uh, and I'll have to pull up one of the recent logs, but at one point, actually, after Cash Fest, that was really awesome, is out of all those virtual reward 3.0s, Right. I think that cash had maybe like the fourth most favorite points out of the virtual reward 3.01s in the world. Oh wow. So that was pretty awesome because at one point at one time and it's no longer the case but it was actually above Mont St. Michael uh believe it or not. But That's, that's really cool. Yeah. But really cool. Yeah, it's up to 61 favorite points right now. So so that's really cool. So thank you for everybody who's uh giving favorite points to that one. And um and one of my, my favorite recent locks was uh, on 1124 from Yellow Dogs. And uh, they had a great picture of their dogs there. Great picture. But they said actually right when they got there, a bus full of tourists from Britain pulled up. And they had to wait for the bus load for everybody to get their picture with the statue <laughs> first before they could actually go and get the virtual cash. Oh, that's fun. Um, it is. It, just so people know, this was um, this was a really cool location. It was actually where Johnny Cash his first performance took place and they have a really cool statue there. And, um, and I can't remember that barbecue place, uh, Neil Moore that's nearby that people really enjoyed too. I think bell on the move was telling me about it and definitely Neil, we're going to have to, uh, come up your way sometimes, man. I'd love to check out those caches and catch up. Okay. So I have this in place. So this is sticking through. Uh, like the sensor, the LED will be there. Um, so I'm putting this here, or you could probably put the drill bit through. I'm going to put this here just to line it up. And then what I would do is glue it. Now, you could use uh, the, the silicone, which is what I would put right around this, a little bead around this here so that it wouldn't leak. Um, and... Uh, then you could use just like a super glue or JB Weld or epoxy to put the rest on um, and then let it sit. Um, but since I don't know what time is it here, maybe it I'll do that real quick and then we'll have yeah. to pick up later. So part of my thought on this, and this is actually going to change the depth of our back piece. So maybe you could, we could even cut this here and here. Or even just the one side that's sticking out this way, you know, so that our back piece will cover all that. Or you what just I have... probably should have done was move that further back into the back of the the box if I was thinking right. But you know, I'll I can always center, but put what a if plug. You, you did a, a when you did the acrylic or however you do it of that back piece. If it's a two-stage one, so it comes across the top and then it drops down above the other stuff. So you could actually mm -hmm. have have it. Um, like so I'll go up here and then drop back. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was thinking that a preform would be a good idea for in here. So I quickly printed this here before the show. And my thought was to epoxy it down uh, inside the cache. And then you have a spot for your preform to sit um inside your box you know of course it'd be standing up but now that we're looking at doing it this way i think what i would do is add this to the back of it and mount it that way on there so 
uh, a little bit of redesign, but yeah, we might have to put like a little elbow or a little corner piece on a little wing or something on there just to hide this. Um, I don't want any wires exposed for people to, to touch. Right. Um, I also could quickly print up a couple plugs that would be flush on the outside and plug these and then just move this over. But I like it in the center myself as well. So that's something we'll have to figure out and go over on the next show on what we want to do. But so far, that's pretty much where we're at. So what I'll do between this show and the next one is I'll go ahead and get the front put on. <laughs> yes, the 15th. So we're three weeks away, right? Four weeks. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, because next two weeks there's no shows because it's Christmas and New Year's and those fall on Sundays this year. Mm -hmm. So then on the third will be the next show, which is Puzzle Talk. And on the eighth is Challenge Talk. So, and then on the 15th is when we'll be back for Gadget Talk. So we got, there's a few weeks in here. Now, remember, the third is a, is a Tuesday. So you only have to go with one and a half weeks without having a Geocache Talk Network show. Um, so we're, yeah, so we're going to have, oh no, two weeks, a little over two weeks. So, um, yeah, the third will be the next episode and that'll be puzzle talk. Perfect. So my goal between then, uh, and now is I'll go ahead and get the, the front put on, um, put all the stickers on, do the painting, uh, and then I'll go ahead and figure out what I want to do for the inside to hide it all up there. Uh, and then that we can finish that on the next show. You know, the other thing would be kind of cool is if you had a puzzle on the inside uh, and use maybe some smart uh, glass with it. Um, I don't know if anybody has seen that. Oh, that yeah, really I was about cool. to ask, what is smart it's glass? pretty simple. Um, if you put this in there, you can't see the puzzle. And if they would push the correct buttons, um, am I underneath that? The camera. Yep, I got gotcha. you. If they push the correct buttons, it becomes clear. So, I, of course, I'd put a hard piece of acrylic in front of it. But, um, so, yeah, you would have to actually find the right buttons to actually see the puzzle or whatever you'd want. And once they see it or push the right buttons, then it's transparent. And it would be more transparent than what it is. This actually has a protective film on it, on the, on the plastic right now. But, uh, anyways... Uh, that that's a really kind cool. of a cool idea. And that actually that almost fits cool. that. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, um, almost looked like you cut that specifically hmm. just for that box. No, no, I didn't. But uh, anyways, that'd be kind of a cool puzzle to have in there. And it's this runs on AA batteries as well. And if we change the 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 mechanism to activate it, the button to where it's a momentary button, then it's only activated obviously when they're pushing it to find the puzzle. Um, so that would be kind of a, a cool thing to do as well you use the same double a batteries that you're using for the led and then when you push the button maybe the led doesn't it turns yeah but if he doesn't get out to maintain the led then then and it's off. dead then this would be dead too and then you're having someone bust into it to try and figure it out yeah yeah because it would be more crucial for that one to be um maintained always there versus the led on the outside because if the led so that's just mm -hmm. gingerbread or it's just there yeah show whereas that one you'd have to have so yeah you're right yeah, so anyway, so, uh, an idea. Maybe I'll go over that in the next couple weeks, but I kind of like it. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Use, well, so. well, Chad, thank you so much. I mean, yeah, so many great ideas, so many great ideas from the chat room on this, too. I'm really excited. So, yeah, yeah so Tom's goes, my brain is over is on overload. Now I would use that glass. 
Yeah, it's it's really simple. You know, uh, I think the way it is is you have molecules in there, right? That are that are moving around, so it makes it non-transparent. And then once you put electricity to it, they all line up, which makes it uh, transparent. It's still so. And again, that's above what my brain is too, as well, Tom. But um, that's how I understood how it works. That's just really cool. Super, super cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a very fast hour. Yeah. I know we can go in a lot more detail on it and do a lot of stuff, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, Pizza Ninja, thanks for this really cool idea um, out there, putting this on a trail where recently there's been a couple of sightings for um, of Sasquatch. And that's what this is, the Sasquatch monitoring station. And so we've uh, been going through the brainstorming and actually, and when I say we, I mean Chad, has been building <laughs> the, the, the actual cache uh, that's going to be going out to New York um here in a couple months to be put out so that's just a really really cool cool idea so i hope everybody's enjoyed it any final thoughts from you guys chatter no no it's it's been a blast actually working with with the pizza ninja with john uh on figuring this out and i really appreciate you sending me a message about it because you know stuff like this and then when it's fresh on my mind and when i sit there and think about it i'm like i get really really excited so um, but really, John's been designing this. I've been we've been shooting emails back and forth. So this is this is fun. And I really appreciate the idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, th thank you, Chad. I mean, and man, I continue to be blown away by all the awesome and creative people in the geocaching community. And I know one of those things where I love gadget talk is tuning in, like, you know, getting all the information, the ideas from the chat room. And I think that's the amazing thing that just keeps on ama making amazing caches better and better. So thank you, everybody, for that. Yeah, that's great. And I love our community as well. And this is a lot of fun. I love doing the brainstorming and just seeing how things come, come together. So, all right. Remember next two weeks, uh, next two Sundays, there is no shows uh, because of the holidays. Uh, next show will be on the third and that is puzzle talk. And then the eighth is challenge talk, which will be that following Sunday. And then we will be back on the 15th to continue with this build. Uh, but Chad's got a little bit of homework to do before we get back there so we can finish up finish up or even go to the next step on the next build of this. So I am really looking forward to it. I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season this year from Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating, happy holidays and uh, be safe out there and have fun with your families. All right. We'll see everybody on the 15th. All right. Yeah, see take care, later. everybody. Bye. Happy holidays. Bye.